No. Now looking back at the game on Sunday with with the first drive, looked like Devin White, right, with the, the roughing the passer penalty. That was that was a mistake on third down. And then it also looked like that he had the coverage on Najee Harris. Was that correct? Yeah, he had two busts on the first drive. How would you assess his performance from that game and then also just for this year through the first six six games? I think any, nobody played good enough last week against Pittsburgh. Anytime you get a penalty and a blown assignment on the first drive, you don't come back and play well. Overall, I think he's had a good season. Uh, it's still early. We're getting our kinks out. He's not the only one that busted assignment or had an Emmy here and there, but we don't want to rough the passer. We had a chance to get off the field. and. But he's been playing well for us. He's active. He's healthy. He's running around fast. He's making plays, and we're happy with him. With the 12 men on the field, is that just a matter of everybody being mentally engaged and locked in? How can you correct that during the week? That was a miscommunication, and we'll correct that during the week. Coach, what, couldn't that have been called? I mean, I know Levante was looking for the referee, and the guy ran by him and all that. But what about the sideline? You got a side judge right there, couldn't they? It was a miscommunication, and we took care of it. News that Logan Ryan's going to be going on, having surgery, going on injured reserve. How much does that set back uh, the communication and the leadership on the secondary? Obviously, you played without him these last two weeks, but to know you'll be kind of extended absence without him back there. He's the most vocal back there, but we still have guys that can communicate. Keanu can communicate, Mike and Winfield. Uh, he had experience to do most of the things since he's played in most of the spots, but other guys, D has stepped up some. Obviously, we got Nolan as well, so guys just have to take more onus on it. Todd, presumably Kyle Rudolph's probably going to be summoned with, with Cam out. Uh, I know he doesn't play special teams, but has there been any, any, any other reason he hasn't been on the field? Is he healthy or just not picking up the system? Or? He's healthy. The young guys have been playing well. You know, the young guys have been playing well. There's nothing wrong with Kyle. He's going to help us this year. We want him to help us. He'll help us this week. But with Cam healthy and Cade coming on and Cole coming on, you have an influx of guys. So, you know, you got kind of got to wait your turn. At the beginning of the season, when you, you have a healthy Logan Ryan and Mike Edwards and, and Winfield out there playing so well, Keanu Neal didn't get a lot of snaps on defense, but he's certainly been called to do so the last couple of weeks. Seems like he's played pretty well. How would you assess how Keanu has played? He's played very well. He's he's a physical presence out there. Beginning of the season, he was just coming off a bicep as well, so he wasn't really practicing as much beginning of the year. So we didn't really need him there, and he had to get he, get healed up. But now Mike had went down. Keanu has started in this league a long time. Very smart, very tough, a heady football player. He brings a physical presence for us, and you know we love what he's doing. You, you mentioned Mike. Um, I know he was out there today practicing with the, the braces on. I don't know if he was able to do a little more than he was able to do last week or if there's hope that he could be back this week. Well, he practiced fully today. He didn't do anything last week. Todd, a year ago, uh, this team finished number one in the league in explosive plays. We haven't seen a lot of them this year. Are you missing a guy that can take a, the top off a of defense, or is it Tom just not having enough time for those plays to develop? I think they've keyed in on some of the things. We may have to change some things up here and there. Uh, sometimes it's the old line. Sometimes it's the route progression. Sometimes it's the quarterback. But we're changing some things around, and we'll adjust to it. And it's not about the explosive plays. It's about sustaining drives. You want the explosive plays, but you also want the longevity of the drive and then finish it off at the end. Do you do you a thought to maybe 
pull in Bruce Arians to ask for his opinions to maybe jumpstart this offense in a way after sputtering for the first six weeks of the season? Well, this is my team, not Bruce's team, but we talk all the time. But you don't jumpstart by asking a former coach what to do. We have our own things to deal with, and we understand that. We've been with Bruce long enough to know what he wants, but they've been with me long enough to know what I want. So we're working towards that, and we'll get through it. You just mentioned um, before he had asked the question about the explosive plays. Is that an area that, that you and Coach Bruce Arians uh, differ philosophically? No, we want to score. I want big plays too, but you don't chase them just to chase them. There are parts within the game in which you have to take them and hope they have come through and calculatedly come through. Obviously, we have different players than we had last year, and we got to approach things a little differently and find out what works best for us this year, not last year and two years ago. Lineup's completely different. Gronk's gone. AB's gone. Marpet's gone, Ryan's down. We got different people to adjust to different things. So you can't really compare and say, we're going to do what we did last year, this year, when the guys are different. Does it make it hard? I mean, like, I know we talked about the run game a lot, but like historically, this is like yards per carry, you know, not good. And, and a big part of your offense, not the biggest part, is your running back. You know, and he's not a guy that's necessarily going to break it and go 70 yards on every play. And what's holding their breath? So how do you? How do you get those explosives or those plays that you'd like to have? The two speed guys you got on a receiver, Miller and Brashard, really didn't play much, aren't playing much. So do they have to come back to the fold? Or how do you how do you get more speed in this offense? It's up to us as coaches to make that happen and design plays to make that happen. The players have to play better, but we have to coach it better. We understand we're different and we're making the adjustments and we'll be fine as a staff making those adjustments going forward. So it's really not anybody's idea or thing that we're not doing. We just have to come together and understand who we are and that we're not last year because of the people being different. And we have to find different ways to get explosives. And that's a coaching thing, and then that's the playing thing. But I think we're working in the right direction, and we'll be OK with it. Tom, one of the things you mentioned on Monday was, was that the, um, maybe offensively, from a coaching standpoint, not helping get a key enough in that matchup with, with uh, Cameron Hayward, um, looking at the film, were you alarmed at how many times you had your rookie going one-on-one, -on -one, whether it's a run play or a pass play, against maybe their only defensive game record with T.J. Watt and Nick Fitzpatrick? Well, Luke's a big boy. He can take care of himself, but at the same time, we have to help him as well. I don't think you can line anyone up against pro bowlers and go most of the game and play one-on-one. -on -one. I don't care if you're an all-pro guard. So, but at the same time, he's got to use his hands more, and at the same time, we got to help him. But we'll do that going forward. Uh, there's a report out there that uh, you guys are expecting Ryan Jensen back in November. Do you address that? As far as I know, he's still limped and hobbled. I can't tell you how he's going to heal. He's walking better, and that's the best I can tell you. I don't know when he'll be back. Has there been more progress with him? Other than him walking around without a brace, that's all I've seen. No more progress than I've seen before. On, on defense, I know going into the season, talking to the players and you, the main thing was communication. And it looked like in this game there was a couple of times where defensive players were looking at one another. I know it's a veteran unit, been in the same system. Could you pinpoint on why there might have been? Was there more miscommunication amongst the defense in this game? On two plays, there were, yes. Uh, the, the Is it for the players or? 
Is it on them? It's something. It's on everybody. It's something we take care of in the meeting. It seems like uh, on offense and defense, the, the vulnerabilities for your team right now are in high leverage situations. It's third downs, it's red zone, it's short yardage. What, do you get a sense that there's a lot of different things at play there, but why that's the case and, and how that gets fixed? I think it's more than that. You know, It's more than third down, red zone, and short yards. I think it's first down. There are plays within that that cause those things, and there are penalty setbacks that go along with that on both sides of the ball. And then we're not executing at the end, and we're putting ourselves in these situations. We have to get out of these situations. We have to learn to get out of these situations. We have to coach them out. They have to play their way out. And we discuss that going forward. And there are things we're doing in practice to try to correct those things. Maybe a question for, for uh, Byron tomorrow. But in terms of, of Tom Brady having the ability to call audibles, change plays at the line of scrimmage, how often does that occur? How, how much leeway does Tom have? I think as a quarterback, everyone has plays to audible. You never get one play. There's always five or six plays within a play based on what they do defensively. So Byron knows about it. The offense knows about it. Everybody knows about it. We just got to execute better. This is along the lines of what Scott had just asked about Gedeke. And, and um, do you feel like you guys have given him enough help, especially with the knowledge of all the, the tough guys, the interior rushers that he's had to face through the first six weeks? He gets help, and it's not just him getting beat. We get beat at different places at different times. He's a rookie. He plays well. He's going to be better. We're going to help him be better, and we're confident in him, and we're going to play from there. Too much that, you know, you, you paid some guys a lot of money, um, the Shaq Barrett's, the Carlton Davis's, um, you know, there's others. Too much that's ex given, right, is expected. Do you, you need those guys to really – kind of carry you now and you know make those plays that they're getting paid to do? Do you feel like that they've lived up to, to your expectations or their own? We're three and three, and it's early on. You know, big players make plays in big games. There will be a lot of big games left to play. We're confident in our guys. Different guys have to step up at different times. Yeah. At times, just not enough energy. Do you see that? Uh, yeah, we had uh, lapses in the game uh, from time to time, and that is something that we always trying to fix and uh, correct, but it, it still happens. So we started off today with a good high-energy day throughout the whole practice, so I think we're addressing it now. But no matter what we're doing, it ain't fun unless you want to. You guys, for the most part, I mean, 20 points is not a whole lot to give up uh, in a game against Pittsburgh, but everything was you guys had kind of contained them for the most part into that last drive. What, maybe what changed, do you think? We just ain't make the plays that we've been making the uh, entire game. It was just stuff that, like, mental lessons. That's how you lose a game in uh, fourth quarter missed tackles and uh, mental errors. And people just was out of position or we didn't make the tackles we were supposed to make. And it's just, just got to be better. Obviously, the office, offense is struggling compared to what it was last year. Do you feel kind of an added burden to, to kind of carry this team until they can kind of maybe iron out some of the issues? No, it, it goes both ways. With times when we struggle, they pick us up. Times they struggle, we pick it up. That's what makes us a great team. We could mm -hmm. feed off each other. So I know they're going to get it together. I'm not. No added burden. I always wanted to uh, lead our team, and I know the offense wanted to lead our team as well. So once we uh, we both got that attitude, we'd be a good, great team. I don't think you guys expect it to be 3-3 three and three at this point. Is there a raised sense of urgency right now? Uh, yeah, I would, I would say so. We uh, just want to fix the problem, address the problem, fix it, and then uh, just start seeing better days. Pretty confident. How hard was it to have, have so many breakdowns and, and communication errors on, on defense? So how, how, how just hard oh. was it 
it, it sucks. It, it take a toll on you, especially a game like that where we felt like we played well enough to win a uh, majority of the game, but to not come out with a victory. So it hurts a lot and uh, you get frustrated for sure. But we, uh, as a team and uh, as coaches, we just come back and uh, figure it out and get it together so we won't suffer the uh, same consequences in a game like that again. There were four plays where it was third and 11 plus and the odds are usually very much in your favor to get off the field on those plays. Um, what what can you pinpoint went wrong on, on those so that you can correct that for the future? Uh, it's just probably we well if we get pressure on the quarterback we go force a bad throw so we'll start up with us getting pressure and uh, affecting the uh, the quarterback in the pocket and then the guys in the back end just uh, being where they need to be and making plays when they get the opportunity to make the plays. Oh, just uh, doing our job, staying uh, Simon sound. We know he like to bounce, so if we got the edge, keep the edge, and whoever in that gap, just keep your gap because he could take it anywhere in a split second. So just uh, just do your job, maintain your gap, and uh, pursue to the ball because he uh, is good at making people miss. So. Jack, do you, do you sense that there's anybody, I mean, you're, you're a veteran, you're a leader, that there's anybody kind of living off that Super Bowl season? Todd kind of alluded to that after the game. Uh, not that I could tell, but uh, I guess if he see it, if he uh, brought it up, he sees something. But I uh, wasn't able to see it, or I can't tell uh, that that's a problem. But uh, something, something going on that we need to fix and figure out. And I think we're on the right uh, path right now after today's practice. Yeah, you got a lot of leaders on this team. Do you guys get together as a team without the coaches and just address things and just say, "Is it by position group?" We really didn't have like a players only meeting anything. Yeah, we don't really think. Rome is burning, but <laughs> we know it's like we, we still can fix it right now, and then we're gonna uh, just take the steps in that uh, to that right direction right now. But if it if, if it do start burning, we will uh, start doing stuff and taking matters in our own hands. I know it's a high standard, but the fact is you're still tied. You're actually tied for first place in the NFC South, so it's not. A, it's early to think the sky is falling. My point is, you, know, you have the win over the and that's who you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, but we is ultimately in a position that we would like to be in, but yeah. we just not playing the way we would want to play. So once we start playing the way we want to play, we'd be in a better position. Yeah. Is Rome smoldering? Mm-hmm. A, little a little bit. bit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> the, the, the 12 men on the field and some of the uncharacteristic breakdowns and stuff, what do you, what do you We just uh, thought it would be a good time to sub, but they realized that we thought it would be a good time to sub, so they hurry up to the ball. And it just, it was just, just bad luck, honestly. Like, I don't know. I mean, it sucked. That play sucked, like, because it was, uh, we was in a good position and ended up giving up a big play. So we, uh, it's like just little stuff like that that we got to eliminate and avoid to be a better team and to be a great defense. And once we do that, we'll, we'll be good. Do you think that's something they picked up on film study? Because I think uh, Vita got caught earlier this year uh, laid off the field. I mean, is that stuff you can kind of pick up, those little details? Uh, probably so when we, because we do sub a good amount up front. And uh, so, yeah, if they did pick up on film study, that was a good job uh, by them. Shaq, when, you know, sacks aren't everything, but you're a guy that's paid a lot of money to get sacks. <laughs> did you? Can you imagine that you'd be at two sacks through the first six games? Nah, that's right. Hundred billion trillion percent frustrating. <laughs> but uh, <sighs> yeah, it's just frustrating. Try and figure out. I'm gonna try to get to the quarterback more. But yeah, it's frustrating. And I would have no. That's not how I pictured or imagined or even thought my season would be going after the first six games. Mike, they acknowledge they can't come out of a game if you're just having four targets. They got to do a better job. It's got to be frustrating because you know the plays are made. Mm-hmm. Um, they try to move you around. Do you feel like 
No, I just when the ball comes my way, it's my job to make the play. I mean, I don't. I obviously want the ball as much as possible, but if it doesn't come my way, I mean, I can't control that. So I just run my routes super hard. Uh, I feel like I've been running them pretty good this year. So I just look forward to, you know, getting the ball this weekend. How would you describe the team's attitude this week coming off that loss? Well, we're optimistic. You know, we're still, well, are we tied first in the division or something like that? Um, no, we're still optimistic. I mean, you can't stop playing. We're all professionals. Um, we got a division game this week coming up. We got to win it. It's a, it's a must win for us. What do you think is slowing the offense down? We see penalties. Just teams beating us. Teams just beating us. I mean, they were more physical. The Steelers were more physical than us uh, last Sunday. We got to be more physical and clean up the penalties. It wasn't like they caught you off guard, though, because you told us you're like, we've seen this before, where, where teams mm -hmm. struggle the week before, and then they mm -hmm. play their hardest against us. So it's not like you weren't prepared for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, we were all prepared for it. They just they just beat us. They did a good job. A lot of too high. Made us run the ball, and we're real physical with us. And we didn't we didn't score touchdowns in the red zone until the last drive. What needs to happen to, to get those touchdowns at the red zone? It's got to be better. It's always urgency to me, in my opinion. It's always urgency, but uh, you know, hopefully we can turn it around soon because we know what we're capable of. This has to be a, kind of a surprise to you. I mean, yeah, obviously the core of this team is back. Um, and to see these no struggles. Gronk, no. No Gronk. Yeah. How much do you guys miss him? I miss Gronk. Yeah. Should hopefully get in the W. I mean, we need to win bad here. Um, we just got to do everything we can to get this win. You, you mentioned Gronk. How much, what do you miss most about him? Just hanging out with him in the locker room. That was my guy. He, he had a way of lightening the mood, it seemed like. Yeah, he was well, always. Hard, yeah, he was. One of the hardest workers I've ever been around, and it was the reason why he was so great. But uh, you know, I just brought him up just because you know his locker used to be right here. And, uh, <laughs> you have to be encouraged, though. I mean, there's still a lot of talent on this team. Oh, absolutely. You know, we—it's a super long season. Like, we're just trying to stay as healthy as possible and get it right right now before it's too late. What would be your message to your teammates? To I already told them, and I'm gonna keep that between us. Yeah, Mike, is that the silver lining in all of this? Kind of like you're still tied for first in the division. Yeah, I mean, we just—we're looking at the positives, but. Um, we don't want to underachieve is what we don't want. So we've got to be better and, and soon. Would underachieve be the best way to describe what you've seen so far? Uh, sure. That's hard to do in season, right, too? Yeah. <laughs> you got to go out there and practice and play. and Definitely tough, man. But, you know, they've done a great job bearing with me and making sure I get back to myself. The Bucks, the Bucks have seen the Panthers a lot. What have you learned from the time with the Falcons? Because you, you guys saw them a lot also. What do you bring to this? Always been a real uh, defensively wise, uh, a physical defense, fast defense. The young guys that fly around. Um, I think we just gotta attack them. You know, um, you know they're gonna come in, they're gonna play hard, and we gotta play harder. We, you know, at the end of the day, we, you know, we're probably the better team, but we gotta we gotta go out there and show that um, and execute, like I said before. You're a play caller, but you're going to see a lot of cover too. This team's always going to get that right. So, how do you get explosives in the passing game back into this offense right now? I mean, that's that, you know, teams go zone all the time. You know, it wasn't just you know us. I mean, you look on the film, there's explosive plays in zone, there's explosive plays in cover four, cover two, cover three. You know, um, you know, I think we just got to execute. 
those plays, there's only going to be two, three, four plays like that in the game. And so you got to make the most of it. I think right now we just haven't been making the most of them. You have the unique perspective of being seeing this team for the last few years, you know, under under Brady um, from, from a Falcons perspective. But watching from this team from the sidelines, what do you see maybe is the biggest difference with this offense? Why it's, I mean, they were scoring 30 points a game for the last two years mm -hmm. uh, at average, and obviously that's way down, but do you just from your perspective, do you see a difference somewhere? Um, I think right now we just got to find ourselves, find who we really are. Um, you know, as a, as a, you know, I can't speak on last year. I wasn't really here, you know. Um, you know, I know. You saw how good they were, though. Right, they were really successful and everything. And I, but I definitely see the potential in, in, in everything that we do. I think I think you guys can see the potential. You know, we go out there, we have really good drives, and then we kind of stalemate in, in the red zone. But we got down there real easily. You know, um, I think I think we're just a few plays for from, you know, maybe this conversation being different. You know, us being a real explosive offense, from us being at the bottom to us being at the top. You know, it's just a few plays like I talked about before that we got to make happen. Um, that change the whole outcome, the whole outlook of our offense. There's an unnamed coach on this team after the Pittsburgh game saying that there's not a lot of play action and there's not a lot of movement when you guys are especially down in the red zone or in goal line. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that at all? Honestly, no. Um, you know, I mean, he was in the red zone. I had one that I should have caught as a touchdown. There was no movement on that play. Um, you know, I, I just look at it from a standpoint of, you know, there are plays that can be made when we look on the film. There are plays that can be made, you know. Mm -hmm. we're, we're one block, we're one catch, we're one throw away from that play being made. So, I mean, the X's and O's, you know, of, of movement or motioning, yeah, you know, those things could matter, but at the end of the day, they don't, um, If even if, if you miss, you know, those opportunities within the play. So, Tom works hand-in-hand, -hand, obviously, with Byron, building a game plan for, you know, each week. Mm -hmm. How much does he change up, uh, you know, in the huddle of when he sees certain things that he can recognize, obviously? I mean, it can happen at any given time, and you know, you just said it. It could be we could be at the line of scrimmage, <laughs> you know, a lot of times, and he can change, see something, and change it. Um, you know, Tom's a really smart, obviously experienced player, um, and we understand those things coming into the game that things can change at any given time. So, um, but they do a good job of corresponding, getting on the same page. We go over the things the day before the game, um, and you know, we understand. You know, things can things can come up. Russell, what was the, the message or the tone when you guys are watching the film offensively from the Pittsburgh game, whether you did that on Monday or you did that this morning? For one, uh, more energy. I think, you know, it's a lot of times when we're kind of dead. Even when we're making good plays, we're still kind of dead. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then I think, too, which goes hand-in-hand, -hand, energy and having fun. You know, this game is supposed to be fun. Um, I love this game. I know everyone here loves this game. And sometimes we get so caught up in just doing our job that we're not really having that fun um, and bringing that energy like I just talked about. So I, I, I know it sounds kind of small or basic, but I mean, it's true. And those things yeah. carry over it's even into winning. You right. know? Why do you think that's like missing? You're on the same page as an offense? Say it again, I'm Did sorry. Did you guys feel like you were on the same page as, uh, as an offense on Sunday? I think there were definitely good plays and, and plays that we, we connected on. I think it's just us finishing Sometimes it's us starting drives. I mean, like I said before, I mean, you see us play and you don't see just a completely distraught team. You see a team that's able to move the ball um, and, and make plays. We're just a few plays away from, you know, being a team that everyone knows we can be. So I think we were on the same page for the most part. 
it's just those one or two plays where we're not. And, you know, if it's third down, now we're off the field. You know? it, it, to your point, just a second ago. Tom was pretty heated with, with you guys on the sidelines. Uh, I guess that's getting a lot, a lot of play this week. What was the, the message you got from, from that? Improve, gotta do better. I mean, everyone, you guys, everyone can call it what they wanted, but I want nothing more, I want nothing else on the quarterback than that, than the guy who's, who's willing to tell us what we need to do and step up, and he's just sit over there and not, and not get us going and not try to help us. He wouldn't be who he is today. So I love that from him. And I know we all love that from him. It might look weird on TV, but that's football, and that's a, it's a team sport, and that's what you want from great teammates and great leaders, and he's the best there is. He was fired up, obviously, dropping some F-bombs, but there was a positive message that seemed behind what he was telling you guys. Absolutely. Always improve. Always improve. Do the best you can. Give him time. Let's make plays. Let's go win the game. How has your relationship with Tom developed throughout the, the course of training camp and now in, entering week seven? It's pretty cool. It's, he's an awesome dude, and I love learning from him. He's got so much knowledge of the game, so anytime I can pick his brain and kind of figure out what he what he wants and how he sees it is a, is a really cool opportunity for me. I enjoy that a lot. Uh, one of the surprising things is when you're not getting the one the one yard on third down or fourth down is that you haven't been able to get. Is it, is it just getting nasty that last, I mean, just for that one play? Or what, have you seen anything while you're not getting that one yard? It's happened a few times. Yeah, like I said, you know, everyone's got to be on the same page, take turns messing up. We get on the goal line, I don't get the guy. That's on me. I cost us a touchdown, a touchdown that would have won us the game. So I got to carry that, and I got to be better, and I got to practice harder and improve as a player to not let those things happen. Four plays where the defense surrendered third and 11 plus. What jumped out to you on those specifically? Because naturally, those <clears throat> are plays where you guys should have a big advantage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, those plays, uh, can't really tell you what happened, but uh, just got to make those plays. Uh, third and long. Definitely third down, we got to get out the field. So uh, that's what we harp on. We, we get them a third, especially a third and long. We got to get out the field, make those plays. Uh, just challenge ourselves to make those plays and get out the field. So just got to work on. How surprised are you to be three and three right now? With all the talent that you this team has. You said to be doing what? To be three and three right now. With all the talent oh, yeah. this team has. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, season over, it's only six games. So we still got, what, we got 17 games. So still a long season left. So it is what it is. Uh, Three games, three three losses. I mean, it's tough. I mean, like you said, uh, we're a good team. We shouldn't have three losses on, on our on our record. But at the end of the day, we still got a lot of football left. So you got to finish. How do you balance the, the marathon of the season with also the, the short-term urgency after a game like that where, you know, objectively on paper, you guys are, you know, you play that game against Pittsburgh. You're going to win most of those contests. Yeah, I mean, we got to, can't start, uh, start looking forward. We can't, we can't overlook our opponents because, I mean, no matter who, who they had out there, you know, we know they had a lot of guys miss on that uh, on that team, but they're a hard fought team. We knew they was going to come out and fight. Uh, you know, they play that brand of football, you know, from history. They know it's going to come out there and play hard. So we got to not uh, jump down to our opponent, just play hard every, all, every team we play against. So definitely got to keep doing that. I asked Devin about some of the breakdowns and, and the lack of communication. He thought maybe guys were too amped up, and that's what kind of caused that. I know he had a, a breakdown and. Uh, on that opening drive, but, but do you think that there's some, some validity to that? Maybe guys are, are too amped up on defense and, and they're kind of missing some of the details? Yeah, I feel like sometimes we, uh, especially in the beginning of the game, uh, like those times we, you know, let a touchdown up in, in the first drives, like from Green Bay, Kansas City, those, those drives like that, we feel like we just kind of get too a little uh, hyped up, amped up a little bit sometimes and just not focus on our fundamentals, but um, starting to start to work on that. But uh, like I said, we got to finish. We definitely got to finish from start to finish. 
from first quarter to the fourth quarter. We got to finish on defense for sure. Todd was saying you were able to go full today in practice. Do you feel good about where you are with an eye towards Sunday and being on Yeah, I feel good. I mean, it's a long way from Sunday, but uh, we see. I feel good. I know Sean talked about how challenging it was to learn how to play with one of those bulky braces. How's that <laughs> going for you? Yeah, well. I got two of them now, so it's like it's it's Ooh, tough. It's like yeah. running with arm wrist weights, right? Yeah, they call me Robo Safety. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just got to That's why I'm trying to work on it now, so I get in the game and uh, trying to see how it feels. So, why do you start? Well, I always have the left one oh, for my left one from last year, I so I just keep this on, keep the left one on for you know, and now I got the right one. So, was the left one from a hyperextension too? Are you hypermobile? <laughs> um, I mean, my left one it feels a little better. It feels okay. better now. Uh, but just for precautionary reasons and just feel comfortable with my left one on. And then, obviously, I messed my right one up, so I got to have the right one on. So, I mean, I'm just working on it. I was going to say, if you're a corner, you could inflict some real damage yeah, if you're, if you're yeah. pressing at the line instead, of scrimmage, yeah. you know, hand fighting. Instead, the quarterback's going to be going at me because I got two arm braces, but that's what I want. So, yeah. Yeah. hopefully they do go there. How much will that impact your ball skills? Because, I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what you're really known for on this team. Nah, ball skills, it's, it's, it's in my body. It's, <laughs> it got nothing to do with my... As far as like range of motion, maybe a little bit, but uh, nah, I'm good.